Hey, thanks for joining us for part two of our travel episode. We'll get into it in just a second. Uh, But first, this message. Picture it. You're out with your friends. You're laughing, having a good time. The day is perfect. Then, it happens. The burning, the itching, the stabbing pain of hemorrhoids. Your perfect day now seems tragic. And all you can do is ask why. Well, I'm here to tell you there's hope. Dr. Carl Holfist has been studying the hemorrhoids since his days in medical school. And now he's come up with a solution to the pain, the nagging, and the embarrassment hemorrhoids cause. Holfist Hemorrhoid Suppositories. It's the suppository that actually removes the hemorrhoid forever. Just one suppository a day for three days will kill that hemorrhoid. Permanently. Side effects may include severe rectal pressure, severe bleeding, severe anal seepage, and exhaustion. So what are you waiting for? If you're tired of suffering from hemorrhoids, nothing works better than putting a whole fist up there. You're listening to the Saturday Sounds of Groveport <coughs> at the DK Lounge. <coughs> Shit, I didn't even say the name right. <laughs> again to our uh, episode sponsors and uh, welcome back if Dennis sounds a little drugged it is because he is if he sounds like he's slurring his speech and whatnot it's because he's been Benadryled uh, so yeah these next few stories should should be interesting Shannon's got this what, neighbor cat stray cat yeah. cat, some cat and I love cats I just can't breathe when I'm around a new cat so I took a Benadryl and uh, we're going to have some fun on uh, part two here. You ready to go, Shannon? <laughs> Let's go before uh. you get any sloppier. <laughs> uh, I'm going to talk about my experience in Nashville, Tennessee back in 2015. Now, I used to play baseball. Well, I know you were a muffin. I was you an loved o- those muffins. Didn't I you? was an Ohio Village muffin for four years. Yeah. And uh, part of the wonder of that was that you got to travel to. Different cities. It was usually small towns. Uh, <laughs> Nashville across. qualifies as a small <laughs> well, town. It, it was usually they did a lot of small towns uh, around Ohio, but then there was always one big trip. Oh. Like uh, after I moved, they went to Boston. Yeah. They they played during the seventh inning stretch at Fenway Park during a Red Sox game. Really? So they were yeah. really showing those muffins off. Huh? Right. The muffins off. They huh? did the same thing at a Reds game. You know, there was always one big trip and all these other little trips around Ohio. So in 2015, we had Nashville on the schedule, and I was like, "Oh my God, I've never been in Nashville. This will be great." You know. Um. And I got online, and I'm looking for hotels and everything. I got a really, really great deal on the Gaylord Resort, which, if you've never been there, there's it's a big, huge hotel with a town center in the middle of it, basically. <laughs> so I got a steal on that, and I called home, and I told my mom. I was really excited. You know, hey, I'm going to Nashville to play baseball. It's going to be fun. And my mom goes, oh, we'll come with you. Uh. And I was like, oh, all right. Um <laughs> <laughs> so it turned into, you know, kind of a family weekend a little bit. They uh, they went down there. They explored on their own. I explored on my own. But um, 
the first day we played a doubleheader uh-huh. on Andrew Jackson's Hermitage. Oh, wow. It's just this big yard, and we set up shop, and we played a couple of games there. Uh, of course, it was piping hot. It was late <laughs> July. And As the South tends to get in July. Yeah, and, you know, we uh, we wore long sleeves, and I had an old cloth one. Some of the guys that have been playing for a while, they got hip to it, and they had linen. I did not have linen. I had thick cloth, like uh, bounty quicker picker-upper <laughs> strength cloth, and... Uh, so we played a doubleheader there, and that was a lot of fun, a lot of great camaraderie with the other teams. And uh, that night I was thinking, well, what do I want to do? I want to, like, go somewhere. Now, the Gaylord Resort was, like, right next door to the Grand Ole Opry. Mom calls me and says, hey, your dad and I are going to the Grand Ole Opry. You want to you go with us? And I'm like, no, I don't want to go to the Grand Ole Opry. I said, I, I don't know, Mom. I, I was thinking about going downtown. I, who's, who's playing there? She said, uh, Carrie Underwood there. Oh, wow. And I said, yes, I would like to go <laughs> to the Grand Ole to see Carrie Underwood, sure. So uh, we went. We had a fantastic time. It's a beautiful, beautiful theater-style venue. Oh, yeah, it's grand and it's old. It's, and it's grand lovely. and it's old. And, uh, yeah, Carrie Underwood was there. She did uh, maybe 45 minutes, and she was fantastic. Uh, uh, I, I think uh, Ricky Skaggs was one of the openers because he practically lives there. He was like... <laughs> He's a permanent residency. He was like a one-hit wonder guy in the early 80s, and then he just took up residency in the Grand Ole Opry. He's like the, the father of the Grand Ole Opry now, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But that was a fun night. Uh, the next The next day, our games were a little bit later. So I got up early, and I went down to... Uh, Broadway, there were all the bars and everything is, and I went into one, had a couple of beers, but I made it a point to find the Johnny Cash Museum. Ah. Johnny Cash Museum has all kinds of relics and... What was it called, like the Ring of Fire or Folsom Prison? (laughs) Nope, but uh, had a lot of his clothes there. A lot of his outfits from the stage, you know, and it was, he wasn't that far from Elvis when he first started, you know. They were, I bet he had, like, with velvet suits. Did he have velvet he suits? Yeah, there was a couple of them. I, I've got some pictures. Maybe I'll dig them up sometime. Um, they had a big wall of just all of his records. Yeah. And that's how they decorated this wall. They had lyric sheets, hand-printed stuff. Uh, and then they had a gift shop with... They had these soaps that were named after his songs and all that kind of stuff. So uh, Was the Folsom Prison Bar, did it have like a, a handle on it, like a rope? <laughs> was they, it on a rope? They, they did not, but that would have been a great addition. So, uh, yeah, that's a, a brief tale of my Nashville trip. Uh, with that, I will hand it over to Shannon Barnett. Um. Okay. So my next one, we're heading back over the pond. Uh, we're going to go to Prague, Czech Republic. Shannon does love America. She just prefers not to be here. <laughs> <laughs> my my retirement goal is to go overseas somewhere. I don't blame you. No. I want Europe. Yeah, I just want to go on a Europe plane. Too. I could totally see myself withering away into nothing in Berlin or Portugal or, you know, Spain or somewhere. I totally dig European vibes. It's... It's just, we don't appreciate public transportation here and how easy that people moving could be and how efficient and cheap people moving could be. 
uh, it's just it's awesome. You can ex- you can get to a whole other country in a matter of hours. Yeah. So, but anyway, I digress. I did have a public incident. <laughs> I did have an incident on a public uh, train in Prague. But did just, you have to go to the bathroom? I did not. It oh, wasn't okay. a it wasn't a bathroom incident. It although it was kind of the incident that was happening was kind of moving my colon a bit because I didn't know what was going to happen here. Um. So part of the Germany uh, trip that I took my mom on in 2018, we decided to take a uh, train to Prague, which smooth, no big deal. So we get to the main station in Prague, um, and it's time now to catch a train to said hotel stop. So I, uh, you know, language barrier, they still speak English in Czech Republic, but I don't speak Czech, so went to the main uh, kind of like ticketing area to make sure I'm getting the correct tickets for this just quick kind of local train stop. The guy, I said, you know, hey, are we good with these suitcases? Because we had massive suitcases because we were there for two weeks. And, you know, my mom and my girlfriend, they do not know how to pack. Oh, and I, and me for that matter, too. I'm going to try to get better. But we don't know how to pack for overseas for two weeks. Like, they just bring all the shit that they can fit in this bag kind of deal. And so we have these massive suitcases, which aren't the best to go through, you know, cobblestone streets, trains, stuff like that. So I get our tickets at this, um, at this like, booth talking to somebody saying, hey, you know, our, our luggage is good. So, yeah, he's like, fine, here, here's your tickets, blah, blah, blah. So we get on this train and we're going along. And there is some of these like trains have uh, kind of like a police force on them or we'll say a, a patrol force on them where they're checking to make sure that people have valid tickets and whatnot. So this guy walks up to us and he's got a ponytail that goes clear down his back. It looks like something that stepped out of like a white snake video, go- <laughs> like <laughs> music video from the 80s. <laughs> uh, he, wa- he walks up to us and he was like, let me see your ticket. Do you have like the proper, you know, fare for uh, this train with your suitcases being as big? And I'm like, and I'm like, okay, here's our tickets. Blah blah blah. I bought them from the the guy at the at the booth, and he's like, your ticket doesn't have uh, the proper fare on it for these luggages. I need you to get off the train. And I'm like, oh shit! Like, <laughs> my god, or what kind of trouble are we in here for not having like <laughs> we didn't do something intentional? Like I purposefully bought these tickets from somebody. A legitimate source. So he pulls us off of the train at this random stop. And I'm like, oh, my God, are we going to, like, get taken? Are we going to get, you know, are we going to get kidnapped? Am I going to end up in a Czech prison because our damn suitcases are too big? So he basically fined us. He gave us a fine for our ticket, our train tickets, not having the proper um, fare for our luggage on. And I was getting kind of pissed because I'm like, okay, well, I bought them from your take your train guys kind of deal and he insisted on finding us and i'm like well how much is the fine because i'm thinking okay great you know is this going to be something astronomical because we're tourists kind of deal and he kept saying it's going to be a hundred you know uh what is it i can't i can't remember what uh check money is but it's going to be a hundred blah 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 and i start doing the calculations i'm like it's eight (laughs) dollars like you're literally pulling us off the train for having suitcases that are too big and you're going to find us eight dollars a piece i'm like okay (laughs) you know 
And we finally made it right with him, but it really just kind of pissed me off. It pissed my mom off. Too. So, so you basically sneezed a ten spot and said, "Here you go, pal." Pretty much, <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty much. That was, you know, it was after the fact when I realized, okay, this isn't as big of a deal as he's making it seem. So I was able to calm my colon and get to the hotel. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, that kind of put a little damper on the start of our trip in Prague, just because I was, I was immediately pissed about the whole train thing but it was fine after that we stayed in a really cool hotel that was right next to the kafka uh statue because francis frank frank kafka kafka francis kafka the author yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah dennis is into the classics i just shook my head i had no idea what that is (laughs) Well, anyway, he's from Prague, so they – I think he's from Prague. I don't remember. Uh, this is uh, – apologies, Prague. I can't help you with that. Um, it's a really cool, like, rotating statue. It's a piece of public art. It was really cool. Um, but we stayed in a really cool hotel called the Crown Pl- – the Crown Hotel. Crown Plaza? No, it wasn't the Crown Plaza. It's called just the Cra- the Golden Crown Hotel. Okay. Very cool, awesome location in, in central Prague. And – it ended up we had a blast. It, Prague is beautiful. It's like very fairytale esque architecture. It's just something that you would think you would see like Cinderella walking through like the castles and you know the architecture and stuff. It was it was very cool. So started off a little questionable, um, but ended we I think Prague was actually one of my mom's favorites just because of how beautiful it was. So did a shit ton of walking. There's a really cool hotel there too. We didn't stay there. Uh, but it's called the Dancing Hotel, and the architecture is very cool. Look up, look up, Google Dancing Hotel. Dancing Prague. Hotel Prague. Yeah, the architecture is pretty cool. Right. A lot of public art installations in Prague. They also have a tribute to John Lennon. They call it the Lennon Wall. I was expecting something, you know, uh, a little more than what it was, but for you know, kind of a bohemian uh, <laughs> vibe, it was it was okay. It was just a wall with some murals on it and whatnot it kind of hidden kind of tucked away but we're like trying to find it thinking oh this is going to be awesome it was just okay you know don't don't waste your time if you're a huge john lennon fan don't really waste your time trying to find it in Prague. so all right yeah charles bridge awesome definitely recommend a river cruise especially because they give you free beer and check beers very good free beer on a cruise Free beer on a river cruise. All right. While you're touring the city, yep. I'm writing that one down. If I ever get on a plane. (laughs) (laughs) So, back to you, oh, Benadrilled one. Your eyes. (laughs) (laughs) You look like you can. It looks like I need to tie your head back. I'm going to make it. Um, I should add with the tennis, the Nashville trip, you know, that second day, we had a doubleheader. We played in a public park downtown Mm -hmm. and. We played the first game, and we kind of stunk it up, and uh, there was a food court nearby there. So we went in there, and one of the guys, they, they served alcohol. And uh, we all had a few drinks, and uh, we played better the second game and won. Well, so it was like, you know, the secret is having a couple of drinks before you play, and you'll play better. <laughs> you know? All right, my next one, good old Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Ah, uh. In the Rust Belt. The Berg. The Berg. Now, I grew up about 40 minutes west from there when I lived in West Virginia in the Panhandle there. And we often cite Pittsburgh as the place you went if you wanted to do anything. (laughs) We didn't have, we had an Eaton Park where I grew up (laughs) and a bunch of dying malls. But uh, 
Still, I go back to Pittsburgh whenever I can. The only time I didn't was when I lived in Florida. But uh, from a very early age, Dad would take us to Pittsburgh Pirates games ah. at the old Three River Stadium. Very cool. We always had a nice time there. That was back in the days where you could bring your own cooler and food with you. Oh, nice. And you, you could still get in, so it was uh, an economical trip. And, and Dad knew all the back alleys you could park in so you didn't have to pay. <laughs> we would walk a half a mile <laughs> to the yeah. stadium, but he always found this one. So this, I don't know where the alley was. I was just a kid, but he always found this alley. Never paid to park. It was brilliant. And that's it's kind of where I get my, you know, love for trying to find free parking wherever I'm at. I'll try to find those loopholes. Yeah. That loophole closed on you, though, here in Columbus recently. Though. Oh, well, I mean, even far back as 2004, I was parking in uh, the alley behind the Chestnut Building. That was free for a while. And they, they put up the signs. And after my second ticket, and I was like, eh, all right, I'll <laughs> get garage. So back to Pittsburgh. Yeah, we would go to uh, Pirates games when I was a kid. Uh, this was around the end of Willie Stargell's career. So it was an honor to watch him play. And then, Is that like the late 70s? Oh, yeah. Late, the We Are Family era. You know, they, oh. won the, they won the series back in 79. Yeah. Um, and then they got good again in the 90s, and that was the first time I got to see playoff games at that place, and that was amazing. We got to, th- uh, we got to see Michael Keaton throw out the first pitch at a game. Is he a Pittsburgh native? He is from the outskirts of Pittsburgh, but, yeah, he's, he's from there. Ah. And he's, he still comes back every now and then. I love he, Pittsburgh. He runs uh, – there's a company that he runs – he was just Pittsburgh talking. Pittsburgh No. <laughs> <laughs> Pittsburgh Paints. Ah, oh, crap. The Benadryl's killing me. I can't even remember what the name of it is. But uh, it's tied to a charity, too. But he runs it. So he still he still has a very huge love for Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, Have you been to the new PNC Park? Oh, yeah. Plenty PNC of times. Awesome. PNC has the most beautiful view of all the ballparks that I've been to. And I've only been to Cincinnati... Cleveland and uh, the, the dome. <laughs> the dome. <laughs> yes. Shout out to Kate. <laughs> she listened to that episode and she sent me an email that just said it's a dome, Dennis. <laughs> but, we love uh, fan mail. We'll call that fan uh, mail. Do, uh, you know, hey, speaking of that, you know the Instagram account. I uh, wasn't necessarily up to date with everything. We've gotten private messages from the first episode that I didn't see yet. And, <laughs> A guy named Zachary wrote to us and said he spit out his beer when you said you were the international Shan of mystery. So <laughs> thank you for that shout out, Zach. It just only it, that was that uh, came to us on like July tenth. So <laughs> sorry, I'm late getting to that. Uh, but yeah, better late than never. Better late than never. But yeah, the you know years at uh, Three River Stadium and the years at PNC Park and PNC Park, it's, it's like you're going to a ball game in the '30s. That's that's just the themes of everything that they have there, and it's, yeah. I like that old world feel and that view of the Pittsburgh skyline. Is it incredible, really is? It's know? very very cool. I love the view of the river, yep. and I like how they pay the tribute to like the Roberto Clemente. You got the Clemente Bridge, bridge and, and statue. The Warhol Bridge, oh, yeah, is the one right next to it. Which, yeah. uh, if you love art and pop art the way I do, the Andy Warhol Museum is there. Warhol himself, another Pittsburgh native. Yeah. Um, Andrew Warhola is his real <laughs> name. Uh, I go to that museum every time I go back there. It, it's like a common theme. I'll take in a Pirates game, I'll go to the Warhol. That's like a prerequisite for me going there, a requirement yeah. for me going there. Um, 
there was I'll tell you this one story of the Warhol. Um, the artist John Waters, like filmmaker artist John Waters, he had an exhibition there, and I was like, hey, I know who that is. I'm, I'm going to go up there and see it. It was on the top floor, and <laughs> they had some of his work up, and they had these two booths, and it looked like there was films going on in there, and I'm, I'm kind of far away from it, and I'm trying to look at what it is as I'm walking up to it. I get closer, and I notice these boxes of tissues in these t- tiny little makeshift theaters, and as I get closer, I'm like, oh my God, it's porn. <laughs> They have bottles of lotion there, too? It ain't straight porn. (laughs) Oh. And I'm like, oh, God, that's what the tissue boxes are for. (laughs) God. Yeah. So without giving away too much detail, yes, as I got closer, I realized these two guys were going at it. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's the kind of film that this is. Thank you, John Waters. So I went over to the next next exhibit (laughs) and uh, tried to get the shock to wear off. Um, uh, so there was that. Another time I was in there, he has this room, uh, in the Warhol, and it's called the Silver Cloud Room. And it's basically these cloud, uh, shaped balloons that they have, and they have fans at the four corners of the room, and these cloud, these balloons just float, and they look like silver clouds, Ah. you know? So that was cool. The last time I went there, they had, you could actually do a, uh... Um, give me a second. Screen test. Benadryl's really got me, Shannon. <laughs> they, Am I going to have could, to call you an Uber? You could sit down in a chair in front of a camera and record your own screen test. And I'm sure that you did, I, you? I sure did, and they sent yep. you a link to it so you could watch it, and it's just me looking into the camera, not saying much, looking away. Just how Warhol used to do the screen tests <laughs> of different people that he put in his films in the Silver Factory. So that's cool. Um, I love Pittsburgh. I love Pittsburgh. I love the Monongahela and Duquesne inclines. If you've ever been on the inclines, there's little... Like train cars that go up the mountain. When I was little, I used to say Duquesne, Duquence. Because <laughs> I was an idiot. I am an idiot. You're not an idiot, Russ. You're a Griswold. <laughs> but uh, the Duquesne and the Mon- Monongahela inclines, you go up those uh, inclines up to Mount Washington. Mm. And they have little pods where you can look out into the sk- city. Another beautiful view of the skyline. Um, you can actually put a coin into the little, I don't know what those are, binoculars, yeah. viewers, whatever they are, and you can look at the sights from Mount Washington. It's very beautiful there. Let me ask you a question. Are you a fan of Primanti Brothers? I am ashamed to say I have never had Primanti Brothers. Oh, my gosh. That's like a Pittsburgh staple. I know. I know. I I've embarrassed myself a lot of times over the years when people would ask me stuff like that. Like, I didn't see The Goonies until like three years ago. Oh, I don't like The Goonies. And it's not my thing. It was, Sorry. It was a pretty good little movie. That's uh, when Corey Feldman was bearable. Um, <laughs> didn't realize that Josh Brolin was the big brother. I'm like, wow, this is like an all-star cast here. But uh, So, yeah, I, I regret to say that I've never had Primanti Brothers. Uh, oh, here comes some flavor of Groveport. <laughs> Yay! 
<laughs> but uh, <clears throat> I will make it a point, Shannon. Yes. To try Permani Brothers and report back to you. Yep. There's one right off the one square when you go off Roberto Clemente. Mm-hmm. There's one right there. I've been a couple times going to see games. And then there's one further into, like, downtown that you can go to, too. I've been to, I've been to two of them. Okay. Do they have one by Station Square? Uh, is that the big – I'm not 100% familiar with all, like, there's, the There's landmarks. a Hilton right in the middle of it. It's down from the point. That might be that might be the one I'm talking about. The one that's right off it is off a of square. But anyway. But yeah, definitely go there. It's it's a Pittsburgh staple. You have I, to do it. I promise I will have Permandy. Steve Giulio, a guy I went to high school with. I talked about him uh, in the last episode about uh, the the dome yeah. stadium. Uh big Pittsburgh guy. And yeah. he knows Permandy Brothers. Maybe we should have him on the show talking about it. But. <laughs> so I I I'm sorry to all my Pittsburghers that I have not had Permandy Brothers yet. Um, Station Square, I mentioned, that's where I had my senior prom. Wow. We had it at the Hilton, and then... How far is Pittsburgh away from your hometown? About 35, 40 minutes. Oh, well. It's not that bad. Uh, the prom started off at uh, the Hilton. Yeah. There, and we danced and ate and took pictures and all that stuff. And then we got to get on the Gateway Clipper and sail around the Three Rivers. Oh. That was, that was my prom. That's awesome. On the Three Rivers. That was a, a really fun thing. I've done the Gateway Clipper since then. It's nice to just cruise on the water. You know, I, we're kind of alike when it comes to, to yeah. water and stuff. So that's, that's a lot of fun, too. Um, and uh, finally, they, uh, the point is where the Three Rivers meet. They, they, they really built that into a really nice state park there. And they have a lot of festivals and everything. It's very open. Um, there's a, there's a, there's a fort, uh, Fort Duquesne, fort, isn't it? I think it is. It's a fort museum. You can go in and look at all the artifacts there. Um, so that, and you know, coming from, um, coming from the West, you mountains, 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 and then you hit those Fort Pitt tunnels. Yeah, those are cool. You, you hit those tunnels and you're just in the dark and all of a sudden, Wow, there's, yeah, there's the downtown. The <laughs> that is a beautiful view to see coming out of the mountains. Yeah. So uh, that is my Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania experience. Uh, Shannon? <laughs> my, my last story takes place in Dublin, Ireland. I, uh, I was 15, and I come from a big Irish family, and my grandmother, who is the one that really is where we get our heritage from, um... She wanted to, she decided to do a trip and I wanted to go. So I was 15, getting ready to go into my sophomore year of high school. And I went with my grandmother, a couple of her friends, cousins, um, my two cousins, my two immediate first cousins, and their mom, so my aunt. And we went in August of 2000. So <laughs> it was just, it was one of those trips that was my first real time overseas and I was you know by myself essentially because my parents weren't around and uh we did a road trip through Ireland for like 12 days and saw a bunch of really cool stuff um jumped off this cliff uh, in this city there was a an area where there's a bunch of locals and they had like a huge real thick plank bolted into the rocks and it was like a swimming area and it was hilarious because you know 
we're just three kids from the U.S. We're in regular bathing suits. We get to this, we find this area, and I think it was, I can't, I can't remember what town it was, but, um, <clears throat> they're all jumping off this plank diving board, and they're all wearing, like, wetsuits, because <laughs> the water's freezing, and, uh, we start jumping in our bathing suits, and they're looking at us like we're crazy, and, and, uh, you know, when we first hit the water, we realized why, because it was freezing, probably... 70 degree water, 65 degree water. It was very cold. It wasn't like, you know, Florida, North Carolina water. So did that, but probably one of my best memories from that trip. And it, my mom found out about it later and she was not too excited about it, but we were running the streets of Dublin, Ireland, just me and my two younger cousins, which I was 15, which means Daniel would have been 14 and his little sister Elise would have been like 10 or 11. So, uh, it was just, no, yeah, yeah, 11, she would have been 11 and, uh, we just had a blast and we were, you know, three pretty much teenagers running the streets of Dublin, Ireland by ourselves, you know, running down, you know, going through Grafton street and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's the trip that really just caught my, you know, that's where I caught my international travel bug. Just the Ireland is beautiful. That and is they, where you became the international Shan of mystery. That is where I became the international right. Shan of mystery was in Ireland. Uh, but it was really cool too, because we uh, went to the hometown of my grand, so of what would have been my great grandfather, um, where he was born and baptized. And we got to see, which is um, Dingle. We were in Dingle, Ireland. And uh, I love the names of some of those cities. Dingle, Cork. <laughs> Cork yeah, <laughs> Cork, Limerick. Uh, where are the cranberries? Is that right? The cranberries are from oh, Limerick. Dolores. Limerick is, yeah, Dolores. Speaking of, you know, Sinead dying this week. There were some big ones. Sinead O'Connor. Yeah. Randy Meisner from the Eagles. Yeah. He died a couple of days. Tony yeah, so. Bennett. Yeah. it's It's been a bad week for music. So, yeah, Sinead was, she was, she was amazing. I think she was a little bit ahead of her time. But, uh, yeah. Some good songs there. And then, of course, my love affair with you, too. Of course. Dublin. I saw their uh, hotel in uh, Dublin. That was really cool. Didn't see them. But my bucket list show is to see you two in Ireland, hopefully, preferably at Slane Castle. I feel like whenever they announce that they're retiring, if they do a final tour, oh, I will be there. I'm sure they'll play there. Have you seen video of the 2001 show Oh, Slane? yeah. Oh. The you 2 Go Home tour. Wow. Well, it's... It was the Elevation Tour, but then they also did, like, an album, like, You Two Go Home, and that that will be the epitome for me. I will die happy if I see You Two at Slane Castle. So, anybody that wants to go, if you love You Two, I already know I'm dragging Krista there, probably a couple of our friends. Dennis, if you can manage to pull yourself on a flight, <laughs> you are more than welcome I'll, to tag along. I'll take an international <laughs> cruise. I'll be there in a week. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, so, yeah, we'll pick you up off the uh, QE2. I'll be really, really sick because the weather went bad and the <laughs> and the ship was all over and the waves. Have you seen YouTube videos of people that post like on a cruise, cruise ship ships gone where, bad? Oh, my yeah. God. I don't know. There's no way. Titanic 2, the oh. Dennis Kelly story. That's exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We hit the iceberg. Yeah. The, the Dennis Kelly story, yes, there was enough room on that door. Of course. <laughs> Well, I would, I would probably be uh, like Billy Zane. I'd grab a child and say, I have a child! I have a child! 
Yeah, well, if I was with you, I'd be like, bullshit. He hates kids. <laughs> that is not his. No, you'd probably say, well, it could be. <laughs> yeah, it could be. He's been saying for years he doesn't Wait know. Wait a second, you <laughs> bastard. I'm your child. <laughs> <laughs> I'm his child. I'm his child. <laughs> this is my child. I'd take <laughs> Shannon and get on the boat. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, so Ireland's got to go. Must go. Even Northern Ireland, I'm ready to go there too. Yep. So. Getting into the uh, the Irish wars. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're done. They're, are they done? Okay. They're done. You can go to Belfast now. All right. Well, I will uh, wrap things here with my favorite city of all time, and it shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. It is Tampa, Florida, and my love affair with Tampa began when I was 17 years old. Uh, we took a summer family vacation to Florida, and my aunt and uncle at the time lived in Tampa. So that was one of our stops. We also went to Disney for a while and over to Daytona Beach because that was, you know, in the 80s, that was still a destination, Daytona <laughs> Beach. That was still spring break and everything. Yeah. Um, Tampa, Florida, this is how the whole damn thing began. We had dinner with my aunt and uncle somewhere off the water. And I'd never eaten at a restaurant that was off the water before. And as a teenager, I'm just amazed by this. You can sit and eat, and you can listen to the water running and watch all the activity that's going on. And I was like, I want this. Yeah. You know? Uh, and then we got over to Daytona Beach at the end of the, at the vacation. And I'm you looking. You said, I don't want this? No. I mean, I mean I'm just <laughs> looking out into the ocean. Oh, no, at the time, with all that walking around there when I was 17, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's oh, true. yes, I did. I'm sure there's probably a Speedo picture of you somewhere. Uh, there is not. Oh, okay. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I remember looking out into the ocean and thinking, I want this. This is, this is where I want to be. This is a life goal, you know. And for three years, I got it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, Tampa, I, I used to hang out predominantly... Uh, off the Hillsborough River there in Tampa Bay. Um, I wish I'd have gotten more than three years but I, I, because I just I felt like I was just tipping the iceberg, you know. Um, Tampa Bay, if you go down there, you can spend the entire day there and you can get a pass to cruise the river or to make stops or whatever with the pirate taxi service. It is just, it's a taxi that's on the water, and they got like three boats, and that's all they do is go up and down the Hillsborough taking people where they need to go. And I, I did that. I would go up to the northern part of the river um, to a place that, it was, it was full of shops and restaurants, and I can't remember the name of it, but inside that was a restaurant called Oak and Ola. And I always tell people... Oak if, and Ola? Oak and Ola. Huh. And I always tell people when they say they're going to Tampa, I say, go to Oak and Ola. Particularly for brunch. Mm. Because Shannon... You are a brunch man. I love brunch. Yep. They have a dish simply called bacon nuggets. Ooh. And these bacon nuggets are dipped in this apple butter syrup. Oh, my God. And I got that with a Belgian waffle... I had my Greta Garbo book with me because I was still reading that thing at the time. 
And oh my God, these bacon nuggets were superb. (laughs) (laughs) I felt at the moment it was like the most delicious thing I ever had in my life. So yes, Okinola is it's still on my radar, even if I'm not there. And I always tell people, if if you're going down there to, to eat anything, just go to Okinola for brunch and get the bacon nuggets. You'll be glad you did. Um, they also had these little motorized mini, not necessarily speedboats, but you could rent those out by the hour or whatever and uh, drive those around. And Steve and I went down there once we met. And I, I said, hey, why don't we get in suits and ride around like Miami Vice? And he was like, no, forget it. <laughs> Be, uh, but uh, we did that, and these boats were a lot of fun, you know. Just you could, we uh, we got in them, and we found the big sail boat that they have, uh, the big pirate festival every year. So we sailed around that and took a look. You were going to say something. I was going to say, uh, if we could write it off as a business expense, we should promise the listeners that we will do a photo shoot down in Tampa. On these boats, dressed in Miami Vice suits. Absolutely. You know, you and I met down there once for that Tampa Bay Rays game. We didn't meet yeah. down there. I picked you up. Oh, that's Ocala. right. That's right. You were there for work for a week. And uh, <laughs> no, see, that time it. I was ready. I didn't take any suntan lotion with me. Yeah. But we got to see the Rays beat the Yankees' ass in front of about 80% Yankees fans. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, that was like... <laughs> That was like six hours of driving for me on a work night. <laughs> uh, right? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I would hang out down there predominantly. Um, there are a lot of great restaurants that I... There's a, there's a sushi restaurant. There's a name. Name I can't remember again. I, I didn't really come prepared today, did I? <laughs> well, I feel like you probably did, but your Benadryl haze is uh, it's, kind of affecting you a bit. I need to go get food because... Yeah, I was telling Shannon... Would you I'm, like a peppermint? I would not. I was telling Shannon I had a rough time with the stomach yesterday, and I thought it was over, and I got a donut this morning. And, uh, uh, Needless let's just... to say, the show recording started late. Yeah, yeah, and uh, maybe uh, maybe uh, technically I took that Benadryl on an empty stomach. There was something in my stomach for 10 minutes, and then there wasn't. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, getting back to Tampa. Um, I think you should talk about the sports curse. Let me tell you, I went to a Tampa Bay uh, uh lightning game uh and i got a seat in the chase lounge and if you've never been to the chase lounge this is a two-story vip all-inclusive food and non-alcoholic drink it's at one end of the arena and it's two stories and it's just food that you can see for miles appetizers main courses salads desserts they had a uh, shrimp fountain. Oh, I don't um, care about that. But they had they had sushi there. They had a cigar lounge inside of this, which was closed when I was there. That's okay because I don't smoke cigars. But um, <laughs> they had these beautiful white couches all over the place, and then your normal seat that you went to was leather backed and cushiony. Oh, and it was you get you got very spoiled. Watching these, and yeah. this was the game. Uh, you know, if you're a Blue Jackets fan, this was the famous game where the Lightning were just killing them, and Bobrovsky got all pissed off and went back to the locker room after he got pulled. That's when I was there. 
But I didn't watch very much of that game. I didn't give a shit. I just wanted to see the Chase Lounge. <laughs> so while my team is getting the snot kicked out of them, I'm having the time of my life, you know. Now, um, yes, as Shannon pointed out, if you are a Blue Jackets fan, you wanted me in Florida because that was also the year that the Blue Jackets swept the Lightning in four games in the first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um Unfortunately, when I left and came back to Columbus, the team went south again, and the Lightning won two cups in a row. Yep. And also, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl after I left. And they partied in the Hillsborough River. Shannon, the, the, the video of Tom Brady... Throwing the Super Bowl trophy? ...to Gronkowski in the other boat. Yeah. I, 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 that's where I hung out. Yeah. And I didn't... I you didn't, could have ended up on that boat. I could have ended up on that boat. So really, essentially, you were what was... You were Tampa Bay's just like... I was the thing that was holding them back. Yeah. You know? So when you left, it's a, it's crazy how... As soon as I left, Tampa Bay became the city of champions. <laughs> <laughs> and you came back to Columbus, and the Blue Jackets are the city of... City of rebuilding. <laughs> city of rebuilding. A team that's actually been rebuilding for 23 years. <laughs> Yes, I came back to a losing hockey team, kidney stones, all kinds of other shit. So what you're saying is, to kind of circle back around, is hell is real. Hell is real. And it's spelled (laughs) H-O-I-H-I-O. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) We're not lying when we say that Dennis is on Benadryl. He can't even spell Ohio. Episode four will be better. (laughs) But this one was a pretty good episode, I and I so. think that's that's a pretty good uh, moment to wrap it up. I think that's all I have. Um, Want to again say thank you to our listeners and to our sponsors. Uh, again, you can find this podcast wherever you people get your podcast, uh, and you can also find us on Instagram at Club Shanna DK um, and Shannon's personal Facebook. You know. As far as social media, that's all we've got. I don't know if we'll actually have any more. And my personal Facebook is not very active. <laughs> Except for the podcast. Yeah. Which, you know, that's Whatever. a part of your life, so yeah. it matters. Yeah. You know? And, you know, listenership has been good yeah. as, as far as two people that don't have much of a following. So we really thank, <laughs> we really thank whoever's listening to this thing. We appreciate it. Uh, and uh, you know what? We will see you next time. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.